Welcome to Storytime with Michael Kingswood. I'm Michael Kingswood and I write science fiction and fantasy. I used to be in the Navy, spent 20 years doing submarine operations, among other cool things. Learned to fly planes, learned to scuba dive, had a bunch of kids, saw the world, and I started writing fiction. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing my stories with you in the hope that you'll have fun, and also that you'll like my stuff and come back for more and maybe help brother out with buying a book or two. So uh, sit back, relax, I'm going to tell you a story. Hey friends, Michael Kingswood, and it's story time. I'm late this week, and really not going to read a story this week. A bunch of stuff uh, was going on in real life and got really busy over the weekend, and so far this week, I just haven't had time to do it. But I wanted to put a quick episode out there just to let you guys know that I still love you and not let really it go by without putting something out, you know, so I can maintain my trend, if for no other good reason than that. Yeah, um, the writing front has been yeah, pretty decent. Uh, getting started, um, you know, the anthology workshop that I've told you about before that I've gone to the last couple of years and going to again in March. And we've started up writing the stories for it. Uh, last week, got the first story done, and uh, I've started the one for this week. It's due by Sunday at midnight, and so I'll, <laughs> next few days I'll be cranking that out. And uh, continuing on, I've also been uh, continuing to write slowly on my uh, Space Navy, the Ukrainian Confederation Navy book, which <laughs> is coming along. I'm uh, now uh, well into actual novel range in terms of uh, word count but I'm probably halfway done in terms of reality of the story and it seems like it just keeps on expanding so we'll see maybe I'll have to cut it shorter than I initially thought which would be annoy, annoy me because I really wanted to get through this career milestone this first career milestone for the guy before I call it a day and end the first book since they the concept of this thing I'm going for is to go for well, the way it works in the Navy. And he gets up to his first ship, and then the first year or so, you got to qualify on your watch stations and all this sort of thing. And then you go on to other um, duties later on, and then you become a department head, and then you go to shore duty, and then you become an XO, and then you go shore duty, and then you become a captain, and then you become a commodore, an admiral, and go through this whole long... And of course, this takes years, of course. So, conceivably, I could milk this for like 30 bucks if I wanted to go through a whole career up to a lateral time, right? Which <laughs> might be excessive, especially considering how long it's taken me to write this first one. Of course, it's not that the book is... I mean, let's be honest. It's mostly because I haven't given it the time that I really need to to get it done. And it's not going to be particularly super much longer than most other books out there. It's just, you know time that I've been able to allocate to it. Uh, but anyway, so continuing with that, also been redoing covers from the Glimmer Veil books because I like the covers I got. They're nicely painted art, um, well, digitally painted. And they're kind of old school fantasy in a way, but it also doesn't really say shout, you know, sword and sorcery, adult adventure, hoo-yah, fun. It kind of 
and, and when I looked at the covers, I thought that I needed to redo them for about a year. But I showed them to people at the workshop, business workshop I went to a month and a half ago, and they're like, yeah, that's not really working. And the sales reflect it. People who read the books like them, but not a lot of people read them. So redoing the covers, try to make it more genre-specific, and they've got a really good um, new design going, which uh, will be showing here once it's fully done. So that's good. And aside from that, just doing the normal getting ready for holidays thing. As you can see, you get starting to do some decoration there. <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty much that's what's been going on here. But I had an interesting thing happen. And kind of got me thinking a little philosophy of life, the universe, and everything, and politicking, and what have you. And, you know, I don't really like to go politicking in this... Oh, shoot. Got to turn off volume there. Don't really like to go politicking too much in this podcast because that's not what this is about. And this isn't really a political thing so much as a social dynamic thing. So maybe you'll forgive me for for talking about it. So as this thing happened, you know, I got a daughter. She's in fifth grade now, and sixth grade boy's been giving her some trouble. You know, just silly things. Called her a white marshmallow. Just actually kind of funny. And uh, he also said that she was ugly and fat, which if, never, if you've ever seen her, which you haven't and you're not gonna, uh, she's neither. I mean, she dances. She's ballet. She's very limber. Anything but fat. And of course she's pretty. She's my kid. Anyway, but uh, yeah, obviously this guy's probably just got a crush. And he's you know sixth grade, doesn't know what the heck to do with the crush. And so he just does what starts picking I guess or he's just a jerk but regardless it's been going on for a little while but we just found out about it yesterday I was talking to her about it and it's like well have you, did you confront the guy and you could try to resolve this what's going on I was like no I told the teacher that's what we do sometimes problem we tell the teacher and and that's great that's the way it should be but for little kids when you start getting into the tweens and then the teens and that's not really adequate Right, heck, my boys, my boys. I've always told the boys, hey, yeah, you got a bully, yeah, yeah. Tell the teacher, he's not gonna do anything. Punch the bully in the face. <laughs> That's what I've always told them. You might get in trouble, but I won't be mad at you, um, because but I've been thinking about it. This whole thing with the daughter here, and it's like you know, it's not truly adequate. Oh, just run to the teacher. Because look, in the name of getting rid of bullying. We have essentially forbidden kids from solving problems on their own in school. I taught them the only way to get problems solved is immediately run to an authority figure who will then force the solution. It may not be the right solution. It may not be the optimal solution. It might be something that's far more drastic than it needs to be. It might be something that's not effective. But you got to go to the authority figure because that's how we deal with bullying. Well, you'll never get rid of bullying because you never get rid of people, but, right? So there's always going to be jerks. And we've, for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, been doing this whole no bullying, make things safe, run to the teacher, don't take care of it, don't take care of it yourself, run to the teacher. So we have all these people grow up 
we've forbidden them. We punish them if they take initiative to solve it on their fa on the on their own. Like you punch the bully in the face, you're the one who gets suspended, right? Forbidden them from taking uh, action. Forbidden them from actually solving their own problems. And then they grow up, and then we're shocked because the slightest little thing happens, and instead of dealing with it, they run to an authority figure and demand that there's some law made or freak out and utter hysteria over because never get we never were allowed to solve problems on their own, and then never develop the skills to do it, and all of this instant instinct just to run to the authority, even if it's not necessary. I know there's more to the whole division in society and the just utter inanity of the eternal outrage that you know we see on a daily basis and that. But I couldn't help but wondering if that had a, something to do with it. A well-meaning thing. It's not bullying. Unintended consequences. Of course, that always is what happens, I guess. Anyway, something that was on the mind, and I thought I'd muse about it a little bit. As I listened to airplanes go overhead. Near an airfield here. That's, that's fun. Ooh, I think those might be F-18s. The Navy comes and does uh, touch and goes at a couple strips around town here and every now and then you get some F-18s flying overhead and they're always loud. But no, I think that was probably a corporate jet. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, that's really all I got. There's just a little thing that happened that made me think about uh, larger stuff. Could be I'm off base. Could be I'm, you know, full of it. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. I don't know. We'll let, you, let me know what you think. Uh, you can find me at michaelkingswood.com, of course. Send me an email. Leave comments on this show, uh, whether on the video or the podcast. And, you know, go buy my, go check out my book. SSNStorytelling.com is my slash shop is where you, my personal site where you can see all my stuff. And you can find me on every bookstore on the planet. On go through books to read.com and you can find links there to go everywhere. And uh, that's available. And, uh, yeah, just like, subscribe, let me know what you think, and we'll call this one quick. Hope you guys have a good one. Talk to you next week with an actual story to read. Until then, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Michael Kingswood. You can find me online at michaelkingswood.com. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. My web store is ssnstorytelling.com where you can find all my books in your favorite formats. Purchasing through the web store nets me the most profit, but if you prefer, I'm also on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and all the other usual e-tailers. If you want to learn about new releases, sign up for my mailing list through the contact form at my website. I guarantee not to spam you, only send an email when I have some news to share. Storytime with Michael Kingswood is copyright of Michael Kingswood. Intro and outro music, copyright Gene Paul Zoggy, licensed through stockmusic.net. All rights reserved. <laughs>